the future. A relentless, desperate wasteland ravaged by nuclear war. With the destruction of the internet and search engines such as Google, accurate information about the past is traded like currency. Two brave travelers are commissioned with the dangerous task of going back through time to gather as much information as they can to find out about the late 20th and early 21st centuries in hopes that a future society may rebuild what was lost and avoid the horror of a smoldering radioactive planet. But there is a catch. The travelers journey back across eons of time is a one-way trip, leaving them stranded in the past. There's no way to communicate their findings to the future other than burying reinforced time capsules in the ground. In the hopes that one day recordings such as these will be unearthed to provide a glimpse of the world that once was. This is the mission of the crispy coated robots. And it must succeed. Hey, it's Jim. And it's Joseph. <laughs> and it's George. <laughs> Welcome to Crispy Coated Robots, episode number 140. Wow. Whether you're just joining us today wow. and testing this out on episode 140, or if you have managed to make it through 139 episodes, today's wow. the day, folks. Today is the day because the home office from the future has requested us to put all of our mental capacity together, our research tools, everything that we've got to come up and talk about scented candles. Yes. 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 Scented candles. Uh, yeah, boy. And, and I, I have a little bit of a ringer. I actually did some uh, on the ground oh, research. I went to the Woodlands Yankee candle store. This is true. I said the guy's. I went the I sent the guys a text the other day. <laughs> Megan at Yankee Candle Store number 265 in the Woodlands, Texas, helped me prepare my list. Um sadly, I did not purchase anything. Uh <laughs> she did but, some old cream that came by. Uh, Talk about but, candles. Uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, but she gave me a lot of great advice before she found out I wasn't gonna buy anything. And the second topic, what is it, Mr. Johnson? Cameos. That's Cameo. right. The singer. Act, act, actor and actresses coming in roles just for a blip of the screen where you go, wait a minute. I didn't expect for yeah, them to be there. Yeah. It's a cameo. Aren't, aren't to be confused as cameos, which are now celebrities telling your mom happy birthday or uh, oh, wait, you know, wait, being, I need be, to change my list. What the uh, hell is be, that? What are no. you talking about? <laughs> Stay with me. Stay I'm up trying. All the times. I'm Stay up trying. All the times, Nebular. I know you haven't been in a while, I, but. Cameo is a company where they have celebrities are paid money to record a personal message for you. Yes. Word so, up. You can so, have yeah. weird. <laughs> so, uh, so weird Al sing happy birthday to you. Yeah. You, you can want. get uh, like some B rated actor or some C rated actor to do something. They actually had a wiggle on there. One time I was trying to get for my daughter who it was the wiggle that had quit the band was doing cameos for charity. And I was like, man, I need to get one. So some of them are cheap and some of them are like 300 bucks, but these are just cameos. What, is, what is a Jim Beasy cameo go for? That's things? what I was going to offer a special cameo for people who are interested in the crispy cut robots, 10 bucks each. 
We'll do. He will pay you ten bucks each to do a cameo. <laughs> no, that's our cost. You can Venmo us ten bucks each. Like if you want George to like talk about Lady Elaine Fairchild for about three minutes. No, I think I think with you get Jim and he will do any. Uh, I'll do any celebrity, celebrity yes. uh, impersonation. Yes. It'll be like <laughs> the ghost of Jimmy Stewart will be one of them. Uh, tell, tell, tell your mom, mom, happy, happy birthday. Yeah. Only $5 if you can't tell who it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a discount. Uh, Sean Connery <laughs> message has to have the rock in there somewhere. So it'll sound like Sean Connery. So your birthday so George, is the rock. When, uh, when, when, when Jim and I were roommates at Lamar University, uh, we had posters all over our dorm, and one of them was of the group cameo. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and we, we would, Why? Put a little, was it to cover a stain or was no, it, oh, we God. put oh, a little like, mirror yeah, on good. top Come of on. one of the guys there so you could be in cameo too. Sort oh, of like nice. the Howard Brooks kind of thing, you know? So, uh, yeah, cameo, nice. word up. Yeah. Word up and all candy, right. two big hits. All right. So, but anyway, if you want a cameo from one of us, the Crispy Cutter yeah. Robots. Uh, give them a sample of the narrator cameo. Okay. Yes. If you want that. Today is your birthday. It's a great day <laughs> in the history. You'll be looked up on Google. Not, not that it, not that it matters because the world's going to be destroyed unless yes <laughs> we're successful with this podcast in saving the future. So, uh, well, let's get to it, boys. Uh, yes. What do you want to What do you want to do first? The scented um, candle or the uh, let's do the scented candle and, and the cameos? To, yeah. to be clear, this is movie cameos, not like. Yeah, Tom Selleck on Friends or TV or cameos like are so bad uh, as as uh, started by Lucy. Lucy is, is the worst yeah. with the TV cameo. She would like somebody to walk in the room. It's Wilden, William Holden. You know, he's like playing. Yeah, they're, yeah. All, they're all playing themselves. Hey, it's Dan Daly. You know, what I mean, yeah, it's like cheap, cheap <laughs> applause. Just awful. <laughs> all right. So film cameos. I wanted to make sure all the minor films were there. Not announced. I wanted to make sure yeah. it's George yeah. Pageant. <laughs> <laughs> nothing like that why, why do you sound like that whistle from hr puffin stuff <laughs> well, Jimmy, that's my me. lucy that's my lucy before cigarettes impersonation my oh. lucy after cigarettes is like ricky uh, <laughs> is a bum so you ever oh, see that <laughs> it sounds like she was in rocky <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how Mickey, Mickey They doubles the same character. You can't win, kid. He'll knock you tomorrow. This is going to be a long show. Oh, right. oh, starting already. All right, so let's move on to the Senate candle. Joseph, what do you got? So uh, before we get into Senate candles, we got to talk about the benefits of scented oh, candles. God. Okay, they're uh, aromatic. Scented uh, candles can hide unpleasant <laughs> odors. Oh, yeah. uh, J- yeah, Jim you, and I know that a, well hey, from rooming if, together. Uh, if you've got a fart and you're in the mall, just head over to Bath and Beyond and just light cover one up that there. stink. Yeah, cover it up. Okay, it can create atmosphere. You see that all the time in movies and television where they're trying to set a mood, if you will. So they set up a candle. Uh, like they can a, co- a coven or what, like a. A romantic mood. A romantic mood. Okay. Uh, They can boost a mood like scented candles with fragrances can actually improve your mood, uh, either up or down. Uh, uh, They reduce stress, you know, get a little bit of lavender going there or something like that. They fight insomnia, uh, believe it or not. Uh, And uh, they can also sharpen your focus. So uh, there are two types of candles that we're going to be talking about here. Uh, obviously, the natural, uh, naturally scented candle, 
Uh, they have like <laughs> minerals, you know, materials, so like like vegetable <laughs> wax. Audience, audience. out all over it. Audience, <laughs> if you could see Jim's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's and so then perturbed. there's a uh, synthetic. You can smell them. That's one thing. Synthetic uh, uh, scented them. candles. <laughs> Let the man They're talk. Basically, you know, crude oil-based byproducts uh, like paffrin, uh, and so uh, that's what we're going to be talking about. I so I want to give everyone I, that basic, you know, para- knowledge. Paraffin. 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 Yeah. What did I sorry. say? Para- paraffin. You said, I, you said parrot or something. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Pa- paparin. Parrot paprika. Okay. Paprika. We yeah. we can talk about paprika too. Yeah, okay. Paprika is the same. All right. So let's move on, Joseph. What is your number five? Oh, no time for that. (laughs) Banana nut bread by Yankee Candle. Banana nut bread. Okay. So not uh, not on Megan's list, but yeah, good. uh, This is uh, this is uh, I got to be honest. I had my own my own ringer, my own expert, which is my wife, uh, who's constantly lighting this stuff up in our house uh, to cover up my farts, I guess, uh, and to set a mood every once in a while. Uh, But banana nut bread, we like it because. it 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 smells good and it makes you a little bit hungry. Okay, is that a problem in the Johnson household? People are not hungry enough. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> George, what's your number five? Uh, pink sands. Pink uh, sands? It, no, pink like the color. Oh, of pink. I thought you meant like paint. Sands and uh, it it smells like candy. I mean, honestly, you kind of want to lick it, but don't because it. <laughs> Doesn't taste good, and uh, and Megan at store number two sixty five doesn't like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess my number five was a marketing ploy by Kentucky Fried Chicken to make a candle that smelled like Kentucky Fried Chicken, and apparently they made lip balm, bath bombs, but the candle is the thing that people remember the most, and it's available on eBay as people are sending them now since they they you know still don't sell them in the stores, but the chicken scent of the Kentucky Fried Chicken candle. And the marketing ploy there that people were interested in buying. Yeah, I had the underarm deodorant KFC where yeah. it smelled <laughs> like you just carried a drumstick under your arm. Uh, nice. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. Do- so dogs love it. So to the cameo, what is your number five, Joseph? Okay. Uh, this is a, a, a recurring cameo. It first started as a cameo, but now it's a recurring role. Started in 2017 in Thor Ragnarok. I'm talking about Matt Damon. Uh, playing the cheesy actor uh, who uh, plays, uh, oh, what's his name? Tom Hiddleston's uh, Hiddleston's uh, character. Uh, Tom Hamilton. <laughs> what, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> what, what's the character? What's the character I'm thinking about? Uh, Loki. Uh, Loki. Thank you. He plays oh. Loki, the actor of Loki and all that. Uh, it's really good because it's over dramatic. It's really cheesy. Uh, one of the best parts is whenever things are going bad and this is like if you're anywhere in the acting world it's perfect it's like they're in a crisis and matt damon's like maybe maybe we need to do a play maybe (laughs) somehow that's gonna help them out so there you go matt damon as a theater major uh (laughs) i'm sure you can appreciate that right can't drama solve everything exactly that's exactly (laughs) a drama will change everything so there you go George, number five for you. My number five, uh, the movie directed by Barry Sonnenfeld. It's the adaptation of Elmore Leonard's novel, Get Shorty. And it is Bette Midler as a Doris Saffron uh, in Get Shorty uh, from 1995. 
the the movie gets shorty the novel is about these miami mobsters in hollywood trying to get into the the movie business uh just out of nowhere bet midler shows up she's uh harry zim's uh ex-girlfriend okay uh, gene hackman's character harry zim and uh just oversexed and just kind of crazy and uh Hackman enjoyed working with her so much that he wanted more scenes, uh, with her. But, um, uh, Sonfeld said that he kept telling her more Jewish, more Jewish, be more Jewish. Uh, but that is my number five Bette Midler as Doris Saffron. All right. Uh, my number five is from 1979. It is the Muppet movie. And uh, when Kermit and, uh, Fozzie bear decided to go hitchhiking or, uh, you know, get together to go across the country, they see a, big yellow object in the middle of the road and it is big bird <laughs> and they stop and say hey you need a ride he goes no i'm going to new york to be in children's television <laughs> nice and Fozzie bear's like good luck with that <laughs> I, nice. I just love the cameo that makes sense and it is a callback and has meaning to other films and other situations so this one, as a kid, I do remember this is like, oh, man, crap, but Big Bird is in here. So uh, the Big Bird cameo from a Muppet movie is my number five. So very good. Uh, number five, uh, five, four for you, Joseph Candle. Uh, one of the most popular holiday scented candles, also from Yankee Candle, Christmas Cookie. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, is, my this Santa's, is this Santa's cookies? Because that's I think that's the official name. I That's just my got number Christmas. one. I have Christmas cookie is my I got Christmas two. cookie. I so just what, got Christmas cookie. What, what do we do here? I think we just go with Santa Chris and AKA Christmas cookie and do the whole I thing. I think that's yeah. the only way we're going to get a three-way match. <laughs> yes. I, I, I think it's, I think it's the same thing. Seriously. Uh, it's Santa's cookies. Uh, uh well, uh, uh, wow. What was that? <laughs> you would just see yeah, just, up some of that just, just take a big old slurp <laughs> right <laughs> next to the microphone you know that uh nebular has no like you know the heat he Coops. can like slurp up candle wax <laughs> just like that he's like snack for him it's like <laughs> yummy uh, it is good <laughs> you, you know that pink sands really does taste like candy yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right we got a match santa's cookies nice which number was my, that for you, George? It's my number uh, two. That, that's number one for me. Oh, my wow. number four is Lilac Blossoms. <laughs> <laughs> no, no description needed, no. It smells like lilac okay. when they are in bloom. And my number four is also very, I, I don't know the actual name of it, but it's uh, holiday related to its Christmas tree. It's either like Northern fur or some, some yeah. companies will label it something crazy or like, you know, whatever the trees official. It's know, for everyone that, that has like a fake like Christmas tree fur. and yeah. they just light the candle and they're like, Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, wow. The tree smells, the tree smells so good this year. <laughs> yeah. The fake tree smells wonderful. Number four cameo for you, Joseph. Okay, my number four uh, entry is actually an ensemble of cameos. Uh, I thought it was perfectly done in 2002. I'm talking about Austin Powers' gold member, where you have Steven Spielberg playing himself, Tom Cruise playing Austin Powers, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, playing the love interest, and the best of the ensemble is Danny DeVito <laughs> uh, playing, <Mini. laughs> yeah. playing Mini-Me. Uh, when that came out there, I felt like uh, it was the perfect like shock impact 
of of the movie it actually opens it up yes. so you start yeah. out you start out the movie with this and like i said you're like really sort of enjoying everything you know so a little bit of expectation that there's going to be some famous people in there but uh i think the topper is whenever you see day devito at the top flipping people off with a machine gun so there you go uh, i'm just going to put austin powers ensemble All nice. Right. nice george what is your uh four Th- this is bill murray as himself okay you gotta you gotta cool it with that cup man just, <laughs> he's sipping sorry. candle wax he just tastes <laughs> he just tasted christmas tree it's delicious <laughs> i mean all you have to do is like tilt your head like a little away from the mic <laughs> sorry listeners episode 140 Jeez. uh but bill murray as himself in 2009's zombie land we've talked about this movie before um the writer's first choice though was patrick swayze who had done donnie darko and ghost and all that stuff but he got sick and couldn't make it uh so they rewrote the script and they rewrote it for other potential cameo appearances for the character that you know that they wanted so each iteration had jokes that were uh, relevant to that possible actor. So they contacted Sylvester Stallone, Jean-Claude uh, Van Damme, but both turned it down. But you remember Woody Harrelson had been in a movie with Bill Murray Kingpin a few years before. Ah, yeah. And he reached out to him and he's like, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And it's uh it's such a great moment in the zombie apocalypse to find actor Bill Murray as himself uh, going around dressed as a zombie spoiler, uh, dressed as a zombie. So he can play, uh, 14 holes of golf every day or whatever. But, uh, Bill Murray, this is, uh, my number one, this wow. is my number one. Uh, and, and sort of, you know, what Jim was talking about, the thing that makes this cameo for me is number one, he's playing a hyper reality of himself. Uh, there's the callbacks of, you know, them doing the ghostbusters, uh, but and I don't think I'm spoiling anything. Just what ends up happening to him uh, is just so perfect. Uh, you know, at the uh, as they play a joke, uh, <laughs> the joke goes wrong, yeah. and, and so uh, I, I just think it's a it's a great cameo, perfect he, cameo. So. And he comes back in Zombieland too, right at the. It's kind of a flashback to how the zombie apocalypse started. And he's in the studio. Um, the, have right. you seen Zombie Land too? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Double tap so, or whatever. It, yeah. Double tap. Uh, but it uh, because this cameo was so successful, people loved this so much that they were like, "Oh, we got to bring him back and and feature him again." How can we do that? Because, well, because of what yeah. happened. Uh, but um, yeah, so good. So, so good. good. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I want Bill Murray to survive the zombie apocalypse, you know, (laughs) my number five is from um, coming to America. Don Amici and Ralph Bellamy as Mortimer Duke and Randolph Duke from Eddie Murphy's movie trading places who go broke at the end of the movie at the hands of uh, Dan Aykroyd as Lewis and uh, Billy Ray Valentine, Eddie Murphy as they switch places in the movie and they make them broke. And then we have in um, coming to America, Prince of King played by Eddie Murphy has a handful of money. He gives it two bums on the street. And those two bums are Mortimer and Randolph Duke Uh, and a great cameo that, uh, 
John Landis directed uh, both movies. So it was such a great tie in uh, to the movies. And uh, I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, man, that's the Duke brothers. So it's a, it's a cameo that makes you really universe. excited about the film is is uh, is a great cameo to me. So that is my number four. This is my number two. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. <laughs> Y'all got my nice. number one and my number two. Yeah. Uh, no, this the the great thing about this is uh, this particular cameo uh, is almost like you're part of the inside joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you're a fan of both movies and all that, because what, Jim, what, when did, uh, uh, what were the places was 82 or 83 and then come to America was 88. Yeah. So yeah. you had, you had a couple of years in between there and stuff like that. So when you saw that it was, it was really sort of perfect. It was, it was one of those things that was a complete surprise, complete shock, you know? Uh, and uh, it just, it just worked. It, it, it just, it made you feel like you're part of the movie in all honesty, because you're experiencing going, yes, yes, I get the joke. So anyways, that's why it's my number two. All right. And uh, speaking of cameos here, are we, uh, is there any rules against Stan Lee? Because I know that he's like that he's known for all his cameos. Is there any rules on that? Cause I know we, sometimes we don't have lawnmowers included and all this kind of stuff. No, there. the home office didn't, didn't mention anything. So, okay. Was that, right. it, is that coming up for you? Is that, no, uh, no, I just little, was, I just was wondering because somebody spoiler? basically made their whole adult older life as movie cameos and his, his own Marvel projects, uh, you know, no, we'll see. We'll see if it's coming up. Yeah, I think uh, as as long as it's not a main character and it's um although his became expected uh after a while. Um it it's not it's one of those things I think with all of these cameos, uh except for maybe the Bill Murray one, uh with with a lot of these even if you don't know the actor or the reference that they're making the, the movie still works. It doesn't hinge on that, but, uh, right. Uh, and again, Bill Murray being the exception that, that character, because they actually are in his mansion or whatever. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I think, uh, I think that would work. So Jim, I think there, you- yeah, I, 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 for me personally, I know mine, there has to be a little shock element to it. Yeah. Of like, you, whoa, wait, you know, you weren't expecting it with the Stan Lee thing. I think, like you said, George, it just people start to expect it. So the first you know? time it was great, it was, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. But uh, and also too, for me on the, on the cameo thing, if they're in the movie too long, it kind of becomes a part. Yeah. Of the cameo, yeah. So. yeah. All right. So let's do number three candle. We'll take a little break. Joseph, what's your number three? Number three. Uh, also Christmas to March from uh, Bath and Body. Uh, it's uh, Tis the Season. Tis the season, another Christmas type candle. What does it smell like? The season? I, it sort of does. Rain, it, reindeer. It, uh, it, 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 to me, they all smell sort of like vanilla. Uh, but but uh, this one, my wife uses all the time. In fact, you know, she's getting ready to light it up after she gets done with uh, my next <laughs> entry. So that's a teaser. That's a, that that that's a teaser. My next entry is what we're currently going through right now. So uh, anyway, so tis the season. All there right, George. What is your nice. number three? Uh, my number three, kind of a musty smell. It is Midsummer's Night. Musty, Ooh. L- little it's- musty. It's it's actually a black candle, kind of a, a dark, dark gray black candle. Oh, it's like a night, like medieval. Um, sure. <laughs> Sorry. 
mid, uh, you know, little, little Shakespeare in there, I guess. <laughs> I, I don't, gotcha. I don't know. But, uh, the, I, again, I smelled it. I would not have put it on this list, but, uh, I'm going with the top sellers at Yankee candle, uh, store, uh, 265. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> One Line location. Three, the, <laughs> it's a the people pumpkin. have spoken, you know, is how I'm doing tonight. My number three today. is the, the fall favorite pumpkin. So pumpkin, and they've been adding a lot of stuff like pumpkin cinnamon roll is just gross. They have it, the, the work, but okay. So but, my number two is pumpkin apple. Okay. Pumpkin, pumpkin yeah, keep on adding I, something else, you know, to you it. know, but, but that this is like the number one bath and body. According to my wife, it's like super hard to get, uh, because they run out so quickly on that. Uh, and it does. How, how is that even possible? I mean, you, you're allowed to run out one year. But then you just make Wait, like double I think the next they year. I think it's the supply and demand kind of thing. We can't I think they the do that. Pumpkin apple in stock. Seriously, <laughs> like going. like she goes crazy over it, especially whenever they run their sales and all that. You gotta had get it, it in had advance. Had so Jimmy dropped by for a second. I don't that's a cameo, by the way. That's a cameo if you want. Ten dollars right there for that. Pumpkin apple in spot in spot. special. That's a dollar ninety nine right there. Durani special. I'll talk about I'll, I'll talk about pumpkin apple there too. Congratulations <laughs> on buying a pumpkin apple candle. That's perfect. <laughs> You're not being relatable at all. No one knows who he is except us. It's a lovable old man. Things as time goes by. And also do the frosty the snowman thing. Frosty the snowman. That's that's a intermission. Is it intermission, Jimmy Durani? Oh no. It's oh. sanding and varnishing a wooden box. <laughs> I almost wish it was Jimmy Durante. But anyway, let's go ahead and listen. This is really scratching George's back. <laughs> this is so annoying. <laughs> Is this is this the varnish bit? <laughs> you gotta get in those corners. might be the dumbest thing that Tom has ever given to us. That's saying a lot. <laughs> Sounds like Joseph sipping a candle. We done? Oh, okay. Oh. That is Joseph sipping a candle. Oh, we, oh, yeah. Are we done? Are we done? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was that. Let's move on now to cameos. It was, yeah. Number three, Joseph, you're number three. So this is my last entry, I think. Wow. Yeah, this this is my last entry. Uh, so uh, 
there's something about Mary. Uh, they keep on talking about uh, a guy who who dumped Mary. They keep on talking about Brett uh, the whole time. And you really don't have a clue who it is. You just think it's just sort of, sort of a throwaway name. At the very end of the movie, it's Brett Favre. Favre. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, uh, NFL Hall of Famer, yeah. quarterback, Green Bay Packers. Uh, and he comes in there and he does it. And it, it it's a great little shocker and all that. He's a terrible actor. Uh, like, you know, he has like two lines. It's yeah. terrible. But I thought the impact was really good. It was like at the very end there. So I threw it out there. So that's that's my number. That's uh, a good my one. number three. So there yeah. you go. Right, yeah, that's a George, good one. Your number three, George. This next one demonstrate how thoroughly this actor can disappear into a role. It is Tom Cruise's cameo in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> yeah. So the character, he's this overweight, foul mouthed dancing studio executive. Uh, and he is he is making the film. That is within the film, a uh, character by the name of Les Grossman, and he is gross, man. Uh, but um, it, 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 Tropic Thunder is kind of this parody of the Vietnam War movies, but it's also a satire of kind of the phoniness of all these, these movies. But um, Ben Stiller, who wrote the screenplay with uh, Justin Thoreau and, and uh, Ethan Cohen, he is friends with Tom Cruise. Matter of fact, Tom Cruise, uh, whenever Stiller was honored outside of the Chinese theater back in, uh, like 2012, 13, whatever, you know, he was there, uh, with him, you know, when they put your hands and footprint, you know, in there, but, uh, it is such a crazy, crazy over the top thing that, uh, a lot of people even watching it didn't realize it was Tom Cruise because the makeup is so amazing. But uh, Tom Cruise is less Grossman, Tropic Thunder. I do like the selection, George, but I think for the cameo purposes, I think he's in the movie too long to be a cameo. And that's just my personal opinion. I know he has multiple scenes. Uh, in uh, the movie. Well, don't vote for it. Okay, I'm just saying. No, <laughs> what I'm saying, George, is I don't think it qualifies as a cameo. I think it's an actual oh, okay. part. Uh, okay. Well, don't vote for it. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> you might not have understood the assignment on that, that particular one because he's on screen like a lot, and it is there's multiple scenes. This is perfect, George. Not taking the bait. <laughs> He's not taking the I'm bait on this. Don't, one. <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> Mostly cameos that we've mentioned have been like you know in and out quick. He's on. He's on screen for over ten minutes. Uh, well, what about Bill Murray? Bill Murray's on there quite a bit. I mean that that is that is that is question. Yeah, but also. we both voted on so Jim. Well, it's done. I'm just saying. Uh, he keeps saying he it is questionable also because he's actually a role in the film. So a cameo is kind of like a pop in, pop out. Like, of course, my number three, <laughs> which is uh, a <laughs> nice transition from, <laughs> from Deadpool <laughs> 2. No I'm chance. talking about the actor who played Vanisher, oh. who we don't see. Oh, this is honorable oh, mention. This, Girl, this yes. Is a good one. Uh, uh, Vanisher was uh, a part of the the uh, X-Forces faded, uh, failed mission. And he's his big, um, I guess, his skill is transportation. Uh, teleportation so we don't see vanisher until vanisher is killed flying into uh some power <laughs> lines and then we see the face of brad pitt only for uh, a second and so see for good. me um 
it has to be longer. So I won't, I won't be able to vote for this. Brad Pitt in a true cameo, not under, <laughs> under 15 minutes of screen time. <laughs> the, on, the only way that you know that it's Brad Pitt is if you freeze the video at that moment. Oh, I oh, saw so it in the theater. Good. I saw, I knew it was him when that flashed real quick. I mean, it was so good. It was so this good. This is a good one. That, it's a, yeah. this is a good one. I had a very unexpected, uh, but uh, less Grossman. <sighs> <laughs> locking it at 15 minutes for four scenes in the film anyway yeah, the, they're gonna make a spinoff film of, of less gross <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's move on back to the candle number two joseph uh i already did mine pumpkin pumpkin right. apple number two for you george uh clean cotton um <laughs> this just smells like You've washed cotton. You've you've washed your clothes with fabric softener and hung them out uh, outside in the wind, and uh, uh, it it doesn't seem like that would be much, but uh, it is number two, folks. Number two, it, cotton. It's like linen, yeah, fresh linen, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. My number two was Christmas cookies, so we are done with that. So part. probably, if y'all had clean cotton in in your dorm room or whatever y'all had, you you know. That, that would have probably been, been better. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like a fake, better. Clean the fake Christmas tree. It's like, <laughs> yeah, this place stinks, but I can tell you just did laundry. You know, that's right. This is, did, did someone crap in our laundry basket? <laughs> it smells like, it smells like lilacs and crap. Did you, did you watch it like donkeys? Crap. It smells like somebody crapped under the Christmas tree. <laughs> I got a surprise for you. It's under the Christmas tree. When they put them, when they put that magic hat up on that crap. Congratulations, Johnny. You just crapped under the Christmas tree. A cameo from fake Jimmy Durante. It's now reduced to 99 cents. That's the Christmas special I want to see. Whoops. Whoops. Santa slips on a turd that somebody left under the Christmas tree. All right, I nod to the number two cameo that's under. Uh, God bless us all. That's under that's right. minutes of screen time. <laughs> Tally. <laughs> all right, Joseph, what is your number two cameo? I'm done. I'm done. Right. George, what is your number two cameo? Oh boy, I gotta, I gotta come back. Uh, all right, um, I, this guy might have too many lines for Jim. Uh, but, uh, it's uh, Al Pacino, the Godfather, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's Gene Hackman. No, uh, in, in 1997, Kevin Costner starred in this action movie about a post-apocalyptic American West. Okay. In the year 2013, <laughs> uh, it was, it was made in 97, but, uh, uh, anyway, he finds a Mel, uh, carrier uniform and he sets off to unite the people delivering the mail read the book the book is really good the movie kind of flopped uh but there's a scene in it where tom petty as himself appears and he is the mayor of of bridge city so through the movie uh kevin costner's character who is never named he's just called the postman uh they uh he and and this uh character named abby they have to go and escape uh the people from Bethlehem or whatever, new Bethlehem. Uh, and the postman just says to Tom Petty, I know you, you're famous to which Tom Petty just simply replies. 
he kind of nods and grins. Yeah, I used to be, you know, and just super cool Tom Petty fashion. But uh, the way the role came to be for him, do you guys remember uh, his album back in 82, Long After Dark? Oh, yeah. That song, You Got Lucky, they they had the video. And that video, the band didn't want to make all of Around then, you just had music videos of of guys playing their instruments and everything. Okay, like tried to show a, a concert or whatever. They wanted to do something different, so they made this little short film of like kind of this Mad Max thing. Had nothing to do with the song, but it's this post apocalyptic uh, world where Petty rides in a hovercraft. You know where the hovercraft came from? Do y'all remember the Logan's Run TV show? It's the same. Mm-hmm. It's the same prop car on there. But, um, the director or somebody here saw that and, uh, was like, yeah, let's, let's put old Petty in, in here. And, uh, you know, they contacted him and he's like, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, but I just love the fact that he acknowledges that. Yeah. I, I, when the world was okay and I was a rock star and now I'm, I'm a mayor and, you know, just kind of doing my thing. Uh, pretty cool, but Tom Petty as himself in the postman clocking in at 18 minutes of screen time. No, George. yes, yep. <laughs> that sounds like a true cameo, George. I never saw it. Oh, good. Awesome. I'm glad you're pleased. <laughs> <laughs> wow, very sarcastic. <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you a cameo. Yeah, I got I congratulations gotta, on your gotta, sarcastic comments. I got Cha-cha-cha. a cameo, I got a cameo right here for you and all your characters. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> My number two comes from a movie that featured a lot of famous cameos. I'm talking about it's a mad, 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 mad world to watch with my family uh, back when I was a kid. It came out in 63. Most notably cameos were by Jerry Lewis, Jack Benny and Buster Keaton. But the one that I really loved because I never saw these people, these guys in color uh, was the uh, there's a scene where there's a fire at the airport. And they pan across the firemen, and there they are, the three stooges holding a fire hose, <laughs> making the cameo in Mad Mad World. And the, the only thing that's missing is, is they had Curly Joe. I wish it was uh, Curly in it, but uh, Curly had passed away. But I was going to gonna say the, he he was dead. Yeah, that's right. That's what I just said, George. Right. No, but I, to see them I in was color gonna, for the I, first I, time, it was a sentimental moment. I was like, wow, it's the three stooges in color. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's a Mad Mad World. Three Stooges cameo as the three firemen coming to put out the fire. True cameo. They don't have any words either. They just play <laughs> like some sort of comic <laughs> horn. Um, all right. So let's move on now to the number one candle. Joseph. Okay. This is the number one candle. Apparently it's really hard to get. It's a summer spring scent. It's called cactus blossom. Uh, and it's, it's like the number one candle to get from Bath and Body Works. So, uh, there you go. Cactus blossom. So we, I've covered all the seasons there. I have a fall, I have a Christmas, uh, and I have spring and summer. So there you go. All right. George, number one, Santa's cookies. Number one, mine is just plain vanilla. <laughs> I that's an honorable mention for me. Uh, I think everything derives from vanilla, you know, from, from <laughs> so so I think I think that that's a good one, Jim. I think okay. that's a very good one. Good. All right. So uh we're done with that. Now to the number one cameo. George, Ooh. I think Joseph's done. George, yep. what is yours? 37 movie cameos. There's a theory that he is a watcher himself, and that's why he is in all of these movies, it is Stan Lee. 
I, 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 I would agree with that. I mean, it's, it, it became like the Easter egg that everyone wanted, you know, uh, in the movies. I think it's great. Because his cameo was different parts. That, that was the best part about it. The cameos to different, def, definitely different parts. Yes. What do, what do you have, Jim, for your Okay, I thought one? you were going to expand on it. The, the cameo. So with Stan Lee, though, is there a favorite one you have? I really like the one, uh, I think it's Winter Soldier, where he, uh, where the, the, he sees that the suit has been stolen from Captain America. He goes, boy, I am so fired. <laughs> I don't know. Um the the one uh believe it or not in that bad version of the hulk uh where he drinks the soda and dies uh that's kind of cool um i i don't know that out of 37 it just got to be where it was a little game he he does one where he's he's hugh hefner that was cool yeah um so uh where i mean he is a cameo of somebody that would be a cameo um but uh i don't know he cuts he cuts thor's hair yeah, that's yeah, right. You know, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, my number one is probably the best Ghostbusters sequel we've had. And it was in a kid's movie from 1995 called Casper. Uh, it was a nod to the parents who had to sit through Casper. And basically, <laughs> when Casper is haunting the house, you see Ray Stance, Dan Aykroyd from Ghostbusters, run of the house. It's a 13 second scene and says, who are you going to call someone else and runs off. <laughs> <laughs> and that is it that is the ghostbusters cameo and the tie to casper which is like i said probably better than the uh the whole movie uh the last two ghostbuster films <laughs> was that oh, cameo so that's careful. my number one yeah. any honorable mentions i had michael jackson and man in black too as an agent who <laughs> who brought two groups of aliens together and reports to the uh, rip torrens character and says he wants to be a full agent named agent m <laughs> i have i have a one person that's not really considered an actor uh but he appears in in two great movies jim i'm really surprised that uh you didn't get george harrison's cameos in the ruddles all you need is cash yeah where where he's interviewer jimmy glimmer i think right yeah since uh, i first started on tv that's why i didn't you know kind of oh that's through. true yeah. that's true well what about uh him as uh mr uh, papadilopoulos or whatever uh, in, uh, he, the guy that owns the Mount, uh, in the life of Brian. Yeah. You, oh yeah. 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 So because he was that, that is that. a theatrical. And I, I mean, there's uh, a lot, there's a couple Beatle cameos too. I mean, you have Paul McCartney in one of the uh, pirates of the Caribbean movies too. So, I mean, it's like a grandfather pirate or whatever. And then, uh, so I'd let, I'm well, then it didn't really cameo. So I, I, I have one honorable mention and this was really hard because, this, this is a crazy one. It could have been my number one or honorable mention. And the movie's not that great. That's why it becomes honorable mention. But I think when you're talking about surprise, uh, the significance of the cameo role, I would have to go with Mel Brooks's silent movie. Oh, yeah. Marcel yes, Marceau. That's, that's, oh, that's a great one. I wish I would have thought it's, of that one. Yeah. Is, it has the only line in the movie, <laughs> which is great. Whenever they ask him to be in their silent movie, uh he says 
no and you hear him say no uh that's the only the only line in the entire movie you know and that's why i was like did i put it in not sure you know will people know this or whatever but yeah that that's like a cameo of cameos i mean people can get it's a a mime the only person yeah the the world most famous mime in the world saying no (laughs) in a silent movie in a silent movie good stuff good stuff all right so i think we're we're ready to start voting. Where do you guys want to start? Uh, Senate candles or cameos? Well, do do we have any apologies this week, Joseph? Or we do. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. Sorry. Uh, this comes from Brenda L. Uh, and uh, she doesn't name the episode, but she refers to it as a horrible, horrible omission about our comedy horror movies and she just writes how dare you guys how dare you guys how dare you guys i'm just gonna give you one word and i'm gonna say it three times beetlejuice 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 oh i thought uh, she was gonna say evil dead but that's two words uh yeah so uh we're sorry we're, we're we're sorry about that uh you're right beetlejuice is a great movie it's 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 it has some scary scenes in it you know uh depending on your age uh but uh it is a good one so brenda we're sorry and uh we do suck so sorry about that mm. i didn't agree to that but i think you might be right maybe we maybe we did suck maybe we on did that suck episode. on that one yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a good one uh, but we did some, we had some good selections. We yeah. had great selections, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I get it. I get it. We could have mentioned it. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So cameos, we've got two that we agree on Bill Murray and zombie land coming to America. The Duke brothers, what we have to choose from here, mm-hmm. bet Midler and get shorty Tom Cruise, which I hope makes it just out of spite in Tropic Thunder, Tom Petty in the postman, Stan Lee and basically every Marvel movie, Matt Damon in the Thor movies, big bird surprise there in the Muppet movie. Forgot about that. Austin powers ensemble. There's something about Mary Brett, uh, Favre, blah, 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 blah. uh, and Brad Pitt as, uh, the vanisher in the Deadpool, the three stooges in it's a mad, mad, mad world. And then Ray from, uh, Casper Ray from ghostbusters in Casper. Um, I, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to say, uh, I love, I love, uh, the big bird one. I like the reference of big I, bird. I can, I can do that. That's, uh, that yeah, that's such a good, needs, good, you know, it I'm going to go to in there. New York and see if I can break into children's television. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah. so and I like more. the Stan Lee one. I like the Stan Lee one because I mean, Stan Lee's yes. kind of got to go in there. I mean, that's why I was, yeah. I was kind of like yeah. on my list because I thought someone else was going to put him in for sure. So, well, uh, and they were, uh, I, you know, I really, I, th- I think if you have over 10 minutes of screen time, I don't think you're really, uh, should be a cameo. So I, I, as much as I like the Tom Cruise character. I, and I think that you have to be able to see the cameo to enjoy the cameo, Brad Pitt. So, um, uh, so I think those two cancel each other. Out. You know, you see his face is definitely in the movie. I yeah. didn't, I didn't realize Did that was him. No, no, but I didn't, <laughs> I didn't realize I didn't realize that was him, so I, I can't vote for that. <laughs> All right. What about, uh, uh, make a plea for uh, Austin Powers Ensemble. You know what? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna say, I don't know, maybe we should put Marcel Marceau. I don't know. I'm just I know that's an honorable mention. He's not officially on the list, but now I'm convincing myself that maybe 
maybe we're missing something here. I don't know. Nope. The reason I don't like so, the ensemble no. <laughs> is it's, it's such a long opening scene, too. Gotcha. I think the camera, yeah, like it, 13 seconds for Ray from Ghostbusters is a good, I mean, not saying we should pick that one, but that's just a yeah, good time. Yeah, I gotcha. No, Stooges, I get it. is like seven minutes. Brad Pitt's like, you know, a couple seconds. Uh, I got it. I got it. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, I'm for the three Stooges or Tom Petty. <laughs> now we don't have what, what, any, what a choice. We we don't have be, uh, any females in there, so the only female to make anybody's list uh, was Bette Midler. So well, I got to check though. Yeah. How long was she in the movie? An was hour and a half. Scene? Yeah, she's just in that one. Is scene. She a major major character. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite cameo: she, Robert she De Niro, a, Taxi Driver. She she won a Grammy uh, or not a Grammy, an Oscar. Yeah, no, um, or a Grammy. I don't. know but no, I, I don't remember it though. I don't remember. I don't remember. I mean, I saw the movie. I don't remember her, her cameo. Uh, so if Joseph wants to go for it, I, uh, I she, she shows up, she's wearing negligee and, uh, starts throwing herself at, at Gene Hackman. And, uh, she, uh, her husband is the one that got killed. Uh, so that's, she's the, the widow. I forgot the the character's name. You have to explain this much. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's like Brad Pitt gets electrocuted. That's that you know. That's like that's the cameo. You know, I'm just saying. Well, I find myself having to explain a lot to you, Jim. But, uh, that's, that's nothing <laughs> normal. You are yeah. so worldly, worldly, George. But can I'd you do go this? with Tropic Thunder <laughs> if it was Tobey Maguire? You know, uh, Tobey Maguire was a good. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, was a good no, cameo. That would be a cameo. That would be a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So, I'm uh, uh, whatever you want to do. If you want to do Tom Petty or Three Stooges, that's okay with me. We'll do the Tom Petty one because uh, no love. Yeah, that's Stooges. a good one. Yep. All right. So well, if it was more. Curly, I would have put it in, but Curly Joe. Curly Joe. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad I got not, to mention it. Not the <laughs> that's real right. Three Stooges. Is that what you're saying? We'll see. Yeah. Uh, exactly. The crazy thing is they make a they make a cameo in Four from Texas, the uh, the the Dean Martin movie too, which is funny. But they have too many lines. They're like in the scene for like three minutes, and I was like, this is not really a cameo. So well, twelve go. minutes of Bill Murray and Zombie Land uh, as himself. <laughs> uh, I checked. He's on for five minutes, minutes. So eight and that's... a half minutes of Tom Petty and the Postman. <laughs> Stan Lee and almost 40 Marvel movies, Big Bird, Muppet movie, Coming to America, the Duke Brothers. That is what goes in the canister today. We All move right. on to scented candles. The only two matches we have are Santa's cookies or Christmas cookies, and then things that smell like pumpkin. Uh, <laughs> everything else that we have to choose from Pink Sands, which kind of smells like a candy. Lilac Blossoms, Midsummer Night, Clean Cotton, Banana Nut Bread, KFC, which I'm going to tell you. Oh, thank you, Tom. Stop doing that. Uh, KFC, I think just because it's so weird, needs to be in there personally. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, let's just let, put it well, in. Let's, let's do that. Okay. So, because that's just crazy. The KFC scent makes it in. You know, that. what a brilliant marketing thing. Yeah. Hey, you know how we need to sell more chicken? Let's <laughs> make their whole house like our chicken. Let's, let's make exactly. the whole house smell like chicken, and then they'll have to come buy it. I'm know? surprised no one mentioned the Gwyneth Paltrow candle. So, oh, I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to mention I'm, it. I'm, I'm We're married not going to go there, right? It's a family uh, show. We have, we have Christmas tree. We have Tis the season. 
uh, and right. vanilla. I think vanilla. Uh, uh, vanilla you know, has to go in. It's the I, standard. I, you know, it's the standard uh, and, exactly. And, and probably another Christmas one, huh? Or banana nut bread. I haven't smelled banana nut bread, but I like banana nut bread. Banana nut bread's pretty darn good, I'd have to say. Because I'll put in clean cotton, but clean cotton is a take on vanilla. Where I'm banana not a big nut fan bread, of the flower stuff too. So a lot of like blossoms is out for me. Just smells too flowery. Sorry, Megan from Yankee Candle Store. What's what's the number? Uh, two two sixty five. Because the flower ones in the bathroom, it, it, it really is two sixty five. Listeners, go look it up. <laughs> Yankee Candle Store, Woodlands, Texas. The fruit ones can cover up stuff, but the lilac, it just smells like there's a big turd in the middle of flowers, you know? So it so, never covers up. That That's the show quote. I see Tom writing it down. You know what? You no, know what? That's, that's the <laughs> I know I put in banana nut bread, but I think I want to go with Christmas tree because I think it's hilarious that people have artificial Christmas trees, but will get a scented candle <laughs> well, for Christmas it, trees to it, make it, it up. It, it's functional. Yeah, there's it's a functional. Function. Yeah, I so. agree to it. All right. Christmas here, tree. <laughs> here we go, kids. Uh, we end up with two uh, holiday uh, cookies here or cookies. Sorry, uh, candles. <laughs> Don't eat them. Uh, Santa's cookies. That's where I got that. And Christmas tree. And then who can resist KFC scented candles? <laughs> um, that is a, a fried chicken place for our friends over overseas uh, that might not. Oh, have KFC. KFC's larger overseas is in the U.S. Seriously. Oh, okay. All right. They, they, yeah. they know it. My oh, apologies. Yeah. Y'all all have these candles. See, George, uh, you don't know everything. And then I, I'm not relatable <laughs> like you, Jim. Uh, and pumpkin. I thought you did, buddy. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. George has too much screen time. All right. <laughs> I can't. This is not a You no longer qualify for this episode, George. Too yeah. much screen time. <laughs> so uh i think uh this year for christmas we ought to do like a scented candle a candle exchange, exchange. candle yeah. exchange i think that's perfect you know they have are we I gonna do a secret santa are we gonna like draw are we gonna draw a name so you don't know who yet well you know <laughs> Santa, George, like i don't 50, know if you want to announce our christmas episode <laughs> that's oh, yeah let, let's go ahead and do that so because uh, it ties into our ahead. candles yeah, yeah so, that's true go ahead so we're doing a Christmas episode. We've had a Christmas special, uh, our the, album review shows. The last we, for, two or three years, yeah. The first year we did Elvis and Beach Boys, and George gave me a guitar, which was exciting. Uh, a real a real guitar, yes. A real guitar. <laughs> uh, we did Willie Nelson last year, and George got a nice little writing book from me. So it was yes. and, then, yep. and now we're going to do... Took it to Half Price Books that later that afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> and now uh, this year we're doing the KFC Christmas album. It is a real album from the 60s yes. that you could actually buy in the store along with your chicken. So George said it was one of the best Christmas albums he ever heard. I looked at the track listing. It's pretty impressive. I, I thought it was a great curse. I didn't realize until I was an adult, uh, well, teenage adult that uh it's like wait this is kind of weird the chicken place has an album but that is going to be our christmas album and uh uh joseph's gonna come by and maybe tom to to hang the uh the uh mistletoe or something and you know so <laughs> i like we're, the, we're the idea of giving each other scented candles so we can like you know maybe you know for the uh the gift exchange. all right well so let it be written so let it be done yeah be so. on the lookout for that show of course it'll be around christmas time there there's a hint yeah. <laughs> crispy code robots.com where you need to go for all our information you'll find out about the show the podcast the album review show we just talked about uh also uh you can buy our merch which is just sitting there for christmas time you can buy Ooh, our we merch. need a candle we need, we need that a smells candle. like the studio in here 
or maybe not. About that. Ethan's <laughs> better than Tom's breath. Woo. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, you better hope he doesn't get your name. <laughs> wow. All right, so that's pretty much it for me, George. I will hand it over to you to officially. Oh, I know it's Jimmy Durante today. Show. I know, I know How, what's happening, George. I, I wouldn't go back to that. You think I would go back to that? That was like so it's, early. It's in the a, he's done it so many times; it's no longer a cameo. Yeah, <laughs> like he's, that's right. Yeah, I've, too, I've had too much screen time. I don't. I don't yeah. want to qualify for. I'd like. Episode. I'd like to see George C. Scott. That day. Oh, really? I would pray for George C. Scott. Oh, you want a cameo? Okay. Gobble, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> glorious bastard <laughs> well folks remember there's always tomorrow always is there ha cha 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 <laughs> <laughs>